Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Fireside Chats, I'm your host, Metty, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks, first, Mr. Moshko. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And then there's features. Hello, Internet. Butter. And Gravel, Gravel Gus Mauer. Beep you. Whoa. Beep you. Whoa, it was so clean. Beep you. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite, the monotone repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Although even this one's a little higher yeah, pitched, it's right. like he's harmonizing his old stuff. <laughs> right, it's like he's listening to an old issue and harmonizing with it's it. The hold remix. on, guys, hold on. Let me finger, you know, on my ear. Beep I'm... you, <laughs> beep you, beep you, beep you. That could be a ringtone. Let's let's snag that little clip. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that every time he texts me. It already says beep you. Might as well get some harmony in it. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a few more. Beep you, beep you, beep you, beep you, beep you. The beeper. At the sound of the tone. <laughs> beep, the beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I don't even understand the beeper part, but all, all right. All right, so what's on tap this beep, week? That's, that's one of that's one of Mauer's other Moon Knight personalities. Well, I was doing the clap <laughs> the on, clap off. Oh, no, we caught it. We caught on, the reference. Off. We caught the, we caught, we, the yeah, we got it. We got it. Thanks for explaining it. That makes jokes better. Uh, Listen, yeah, Huey's not so, here, so somebody has to do it. Yeah, but we leave Huey off mic for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wow. let me go find a meme and say it's my joke. <laughs> oh man, man, it's almost unfair if you don't like. We can't, we can't crap on the dude if he's not on the mic. Now I just feel like we're being mean. <laughs> you crap on me when I'm not here. Uh... You're on the mic. Or you'll text me. You know. Like, you feel a disturbance in the force, and all of a sudden you go, would you say? <laughs> Mother beeper, I'm coming for you. All right. All right. What are all we right. doing so this So, yes, week? we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Some, <laughs> Do we have an interview? very random weird things. No interview. No okay. interview. This is we're straight up topic show. We're doing, we're still playing catch up. We're we're catching up on some things. So some of this stuff's new. Some so for example, we do have I want three to talk interviews about... on the way though, guys. So be prepared. Yeah, so wow. we're gonna have to play some more catch ups. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I want to talk about uh, Jurassic World's new uh, announcement with uh, their the new dinosaur. The new dinosaur. Uh, because. Yes, and we'll we'll get into that. I also want to talk about Ezra Miller and the Flash because there's a lot going on with that, and do. I want to go over Gore the God Butcher, Butcher a little bit. So, what else you guys want to talk about? Well, you've already filled our hour because you're just gonna go <laughs> yappity yappity yappity. I'm gonna yappity yappity for my 20 minutes. That's for damn sure. But what about your 20 minutes, Mauer? I guess I don't have a choice for the next five weeks of what I'm <laughs> no, going to talk know. about. <laughs> wow. I've realized this. I look in our group <laughs> chat and they're like, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this." Well, Mauer's going to do Moon Knight because, well. That's, you kind of have to. Yeah, it's your thing. Put it this way, man. If a Ninja Turtle movie comes out, like when Seth Rogen's Ninja Turtle movie comes out, you're going to want me to talk about it, I'm guessing. No, I don't like listening to you talk. <laughs> then why do you do the show? <laughs> to hang out with features in Moscow? Seven years oh, later. Just that. <laughs> 
they're just I'm just a byproduct. <laughs> that's, just, that's one way to put it. Wow. <laughs> oh, and here I thought we were like this big giant family here. We are, Moshko. Uh, no. Menti's yeah, no. just the weird stepchild. But speaking of family, no, no, it, I'll be talking like, a little bit about like that. When, You're going to be talking some family? It's more like when mom and dad are fighting. A little bit. Oh, right. on either side of the table. I don't know about your family <laughs> news, Moshko. It's feeling like when one of your siblings dates somebody you really can't stand, and you've got to be nice to them, but hopefully, since they're only going to be around for a little bit, you can deal with it. Or like when you do a podcast for seven years and you don't have a choice. <laughs> 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 but to remove certain people. All right. So, uh, Did you Moscow, talk about anything? You're... <laughs> yes, actually, I am. I'll, I will be heading up the information about the Crow reboot. Ooh. Do yeah, we have to? That's going to be a sore no, topic. Save that, <laughs> that energy right there, Mauer. Be prepared. Yeah. I won't. I'm not responsible for the words that will come out of my mouth when you start talking. No, this is okay. Well, all right. So last... save that entire energy for that time, this segment. It's going to be great. Well, last week we 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 ended with Moon Knight because obviously well, we wanted to draw that out as long as we possibly could. <laughs> uh, do we want to uh, do we want to start this time? I mean, you've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's talk about those dinosaurs first. Yeah, let's you start want... with oh, yeah, you, yeah. So, since we okay. can get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, because I'll be honest with you, all three of them are really just you. Me- you just I, I want to clarify a couple things. So first off, let's yeah, let's talk about Jurassic World. So um, for spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't been keeping up on the Jurassic franchises, they jumped uh, the Jurassic shark World, literally in the last one. Oh, complete. Oh my, my goodness! But it did end with something somewhat exciting because they renamed the franchise Jurassic World, which would lead you to believe a world full of dinosaurs. But that never really happened. Instead, they gave us a couple fake dinosaurs that nobody cared about, right? Adominus Rex and then Adamo Raptor or whatever the hell that was called. So you know you did. You're doing a piss poor job when you have to create dinosaurs to keep your franchise interesting. Like if you have all of dinosaurs to play with and you can't make that fun, you you've already messed up. So. But the fact that we might get a world full of dinosaurs is pretty exciting. And we also know the original cast is coming back. But they finally announced what the big villain is. Question for you. Do you think they created their own dinosaur because of all the flack they keep getting by the actual science world uh, for the portrayal of the other dinosaurs when the information changes? I don't think so. I don't think they care. There's lots of scientists out there that bash all the Jurassic Park movies? Oh, sure, because they they knew damn well what they were doing. I mean, the Velociraptor is a, is a tiny little chicken bird thing, not <laughs> a, what was the, a Dino, Dino Ninkus, I think was the original Velociraptor's yeah. name. Well, and Dino they based Ninkus. this raptor off the Utah Raptor. Uh, well, the, the raptor itself isn't an actual raptor. It's a, it's a bottom-feeding scavenger. It, it feeds on eggs, and it's covered in feathers. There, but um, there is a Utah Raptor that is a six-foot-tall one. It just looks a little different. So it's not the Toronto well, Raptor? No. <laughs> the small um, the small T-Rex that they're fighting over now? Toronto Raptor. Oh. Um, anyway, so moving back in, we had we had first movie, the T-Rex. Second movie, we had two T-Rexes. Third movie, we had the Spinosaurus. Then Jurassic World, we had the Dominus Rex. Regardless, they just got worse and worse as it went along, uh, especially when they started creating their own. Well, in this one, they've announced that they've got uh, the, the Gigantosaurus is going to be the main enemy the main dinosaur right so the the t-rex of this and this one is a real dinosaur from the cretaceous period so this is not a made-up dinosaur there's actually it was discovered in in, uh, 1993 uh it's because it translates to giant southern lizard 
Yeah. Because it is arguably the biggest biped dinosaur carnivore. The gigantic. So there, there's argument over whether or not this is bigger than the T-Rex um, or if... The T or about the same size, uh, because they only have about seventy percent of the bone of the actual found skeleton complete. So they're not quite sure based on what they have how tall it really is. But the reason why we're bringing this up, like it makes me excited that they're cho- choosing an actual dinosaur again. But the problem is, is that the the Colin Trevorrow, I, I think I'm saying his name right, the writer, right, said that he wanted something that felt like the Joker that just wanted to watch the world burn. And so it's a dinosaur, man. Like, what do you mean? It just wants to watch the world burn. Well, it did. Why are we giving? <laughs> I mean, come on, it did. The world yes, did burn. But he didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> you know, my, my it didn't. The meteor. It wasn't like, oh, there you go, there he is. <laughs> See, my only issue with with, with that is, uh, why does a dinosaur film have to have a villain? There's fucking dinosaurs, and then there's and then there's man. Like there's your conflict right Good there. Good job features. Next time just watch that that the uh, the F bomb every once in a while there. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, we we didn't get very far in and usually it's not features who makes that mistake. <laughs> because people need a bad guy to enjoy a movie. You know, the- yeah, but people can be the bad guy. That's the thing about Jurassic Park is it's the people doing stupid things that allow like it's it's Dennis Nedry. Got you know it. what I mean? It's not it's not the Dilophosaurus. The Dilophosaurus just fixed that as Yeah, but now problem. people are rooting for animals. They don't like people. Mm. Um, yeah, but I still don't see how you get a Joker dinosaur. Well, it's probably like, I still, so. Like, remember how the uh, what the Indominus Rex, like it was killing yes. for sport because it had never been. Like it didn't it was know trapped in a building. Yeah. Which, first off, like, can I, we just say that the fact that you made your dinosaur, you made a dinosaur to get people to come to your park, but then you allowed it to camouflage, is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in yeah. the world. So yes, it was in captivity. So what, that's why it went crazy. But this is not a dinosaur in captivity. But it so could the whole be premise, a dinosaur the, since it's the biggest one and has no. Well, so this is where it. I think because there is they they did release a little bit of more plot about what this movie is. So there are dinosaurs running around the world. They're clone dinosaurs that have taken over. We've did that battle for, what was it called? Battle for Bedrock was the, yeah. the, the, the short. It was about 15 yeah. minutes long. It was outstanding. Um, well, my. The, uh, apparently, yeah, but, uh, what's happening is that Biosyn, the company that hired Dennis Nedry in the first movie to, uh-huh. to get the, the embryos. With the doctor they joining are, them. Uh, well, no, Biosyn is not the same company. So this is the first time bringing them back. They're not involved. Remember the Verizon dinosaur when they brought that doctor back for Jurassic World? Right. That's a different company. Oh, okay. That's, essentially, that was just what NGEN became. So this harkens back to the first movie, which is why I'm guessing they're bringing the original cast back. But what's happening is that governments throughout the world are capturing dinosaurs, and they don't know what to do with it, so Biosyn is getting them. And apparently they're supposed to be looking at the dinosaurs for pharmaceutical purposes, but more nefarious things, quote unquote, are happening. So maybe that's why Gigantosaurus becomes Joker. Maybe they're experimenting on him and he goes crazy. Maybe that's how you make it make sense. But it's still, anytime you start giving personality traits to dinosaurs, I'm like, you've already lost me. Can't you just make a world where dinosaurs and people coexist interesting? Like, isn't that interesting enough? Do we have to throw the Joker into it? I don't know. No, I guess nobody <laughs> no, has an it, opinion. It, it, it is <laughs> it's by a, itself. It is by itself, and I don't think we need a dinosaur with a personality because I'm you. You could pretty much, if there was a need for a villain, you have so many meat-eating dinosaurs out there that once faced with an actual human being of lesser size, I'm pretty sure all of them thinking, "Oh, look, food." 
Like there. <laughs> See, I think you guys are reading too much in this. It's a movie about dinosaurs being alive. I don't care what they do. It's, I just want to see cool kill awesome. scenes and action. Like, yeah, but I don't. I, but I don't want it to be silly at the same time, which is what we all got. All of with them the have been Rex. silly. The Indominus Rex was no. The first Jurassic Park is gold. Yes, I watched it the other day. It is gold. Jurassic, and then the second book, Lost World, is outstanding. The movie sucked because they really wanted to put a dinosaur in San Fr- in San Diego. That's where it was. Yeah, uh, which was ruined that because they cut off so much of what made that book great. But Michael Crichton's series is one of the best, some of the best books I've ever read. So it it you're right. Third movie sucked. Jurassic World was okay. Second Jurassic World sucked. My hope is is that because you're bringing the the original cast back and because you're just keeping it to actual dinosaurs, there's there's something to be excited for here. But you freak me out when you start adding things like the Joker to the dinosaur. Like, you could have a Joker in the movie. That would be cool. Like, okay, when you watch The Walking Dead, the zombies aren't the scary thing. It's the people who go crazy because of zombies that are scary. You know, fear the, uh, fight the dead, fear the living is the, the point of that show. Same thing's true here with dinosaurs. <laughs> like, the dinosaurs don't have to be the bad guy. They're just dinosaurs. That alone is scary. Listen, I, and we said it a few issues ago. I could care less about this movie. Just give me the movie about the sea dinosaur, you know, screwing some stuff up and make that a horror movie. But, but yeah, but see, but do you want the sea dinosaur to want to wanna watch the world? Yeah, burn? I want it to be like Jaws. Like, Jaws wanted to watch the world burn. I think that's what <laughs> Jaws ate people. Jaws, Jaws couldn't leave the people. water. But Jaws ate people to eat people. Like he, like I don't want to see this big dinosaur come up, bite the boat, and then giggle. You know, like I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's what I they're don't. talking about, though. I think they're more talking about the the doing things just to do them, kind of like Jaws. Jaws would be the Joker just wants to watch the world burn. So are we? So all cats are Jokers? Huh? That's really what we're saying because they they don't have instincts like the Joker. They don't have instinct. All they do is they see something and go, "Huh, that could be fun." That's it. All right. Like that's what I'm saying is moving the, on like, from Jurassicness. What other things? <laughs> the dinosaur do you need to talk that wants about? to watch the world burn makes no sense to me. We've talked too much about dinosaurs. What else do you got, Menti? Yeah, you had like seventeen things. My favorite is that Mauer wants to offer no opinion to anything. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion. Mauer's just like, can we just get to my topic, please? Well, no, uh, Jura- I right. gave my opinion. Jurassic. I I could care less about the story of a Jurassic movie. Just give me really cool dinosaurs that eat some shit. Stuff blows up. And you have guns and people get scared. Like they're popcorn flicks. So in other words, they should have cast uh, Luchasaurus in it. Yes. Luchasaurus (laughs) and have Michael Bay direct it. Best Jurassic Park movie ever. Uh, You're awful. (laughs) Awful. Awful. Because the reason why the the Transformers movie sucked is they gave up on a story in those and they just went for robots hitting each other. I still had fun watching them. those movies are trash. No, the first one was it. After that, they all sucked. (laughs) All of them. It would have just been called Jurassic Express. That's all. <laughs> That's all. The funniest part is Menti has no they have no the idea. he's laughing at. Features might yeah. get it, but I know there are people out there that get it. Well, now I'm confused. I thought it's I got wrestling. it. What, what is it now? It's, it's wrestling, wrestling related. Oh, it's no, yeah. I didn't get it. No, that's not There's what I a- Okay, so the next, next bit of news. Um, I wanted to talk about what's going on with The Flash because everyone keeps talking about how there's these meetings that are going on at the CW because of Ezra Miller's recent arrest in Hawaii on March 28th when he uh, did a bunch of things, apparently. It turns out it wasn't one thing. It turns out it was a whole bunch. So he got into an altercation with somebody at a bar for yelling at them while they were playing karaoke and, and to kill them. from him. 
No, that was a different couple. That was the couple who paid his bail to get him out of jail. They paid $500 to get him out of jail. Uh, and then he went to their house that he was staying mm-hmm. at and threatened to kill him and, quote, unquote, your slut wife. Reportedly. What? Yeah, reportedly. Reported, yes. Everything's, re- everything's reported. Here's what Absolutely. I don't get. Johnny Depp got kicked off for losing a case that he had against someone else for libel against him. Not for what he did because he lost the case of libel. And they were like, you got to go. Ezra has. But that's not Dude. Ezra's attacked he, multiple had, people dude, on film. It goes even weirder. Ten. They had ten phone calls in Hawaii about him. The police received ten calls about him during his time there. So, yes, he did choke the other. It was that one woman he choked in a bar that he has yet to talk about. Right, where we keep saying, didn't he choke somebody? <laughs> so yeah, so he he definitely he still that. And then there was that weird Ku Klux Klan yep. post where he was talking about if you don't kill yourself, we'll Klan. do it for you. We're, yeah, it was, <laughs> I missed that. So one. we <laughs> dude apparently is going off the deep end. So there was a report from the Rolling from Rolling Stone that uh, the CW got together, uh, be, not the CW, the um, uh, Warner Brothers got together and had an emergency meeting because they were worried about. His actions. And then they were they like, recently come out, <laughs> yeah. according to IGN, and said that that's not true because his movie's already done. There was no emergency meetings because before they were like, listen, this is the last we're dealing with this because he was an asshole <laughs> yes. on set. He kept throwing temper tantrums on set. We got that other guy that everybody wants. Can we just give that to them? Well, that's what everyone, that's what's happening now is the, the, the Grant Gusson for, to replace the Flash mob has just... A, 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 like they've re, re, replicated like 10 times over there's so many grant gustin fans out there clamoring for him to replace uh, ezra miller which is hysterical because the flash looks like it's about to get canceled can they just <laughs> team up with those shitty douches that brought us the snyder cut my favorite thing is that since since features dropped an f bomb in the beginning, so Mauer is like, well, I guess it's whatever. Now <laughs> I'm not editing. I haven't cursed at all. I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just said two shitty and two. douche. They're both allowed on anything. <laughs> on they are TBS. not. They are not one of the words that we're not allowed to say. Because <laughs> um, I had other words planned, and I replaced it with the ones that I am allowed to say. That's but, like, great. the only thing those people were good for was giving us a bad movie. Maybe they can use their evil powers for good and put Grant Gusson in the, the driver's seat of a major film. Yeah, take, take, take out Ezra for any kind of future Flash stuff. Don't even talk about it. You don't even have to bring him up. Like, just put Grant in there and, and move forward like nothing. Well, as I said, changed. just replace him mid-scene. I think that would be the funniest thing ever. Oh, it would be incredible. Like, at the end of the movie, <laughs> you have Ezra talking. They cut to the whoever else is in the scene, and they cut back. Don't mention it, and it's just Grant Gusson. We would all lose our collective minds, and it would be great. It, it, would, it would be like Andrew coming through the yep. portal. Yeah. And the best part is if they don't touch it, it would really be like Flashpoint happened, and everybody thinks it's normal. Oh. Like, that, to me, that's the best way to do it. And you don't have to do anything else but grab Grant Gusson, film one camera angle of him, mm-hmm. and lay it over a scene you already recorded. But I, I think you're right, Mauer. They, I mean, they, Warner Brothers came out and said that the meeting was exaggerated. There was no actual meeting. But you're probably right because they have no actual ties to him past this movie coming out. They just don't. What, what meeting do they have to do? Like, hey, you want to just not use him? <laughs> he can, yeah. He can cool. go hang out that's with Ray Fisher and complain about things. <laughs> uh, well, that's a different story. But <laughs> Can I add something? I, I know we were behind the scenes kind of talking about the whole Discovery 
uh, Warner Brothers merger slash acquisition. That's kind of where this comes into play. So a lot of those executives mm. from WB are gone. They they completely clean. Well, not completely. They laid off about nine of the top executives, including um, Anne. Uh, what's her face? I know you guys oh, yeah. talked about her. She 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 the one who said she st- she stepped down. They were yeah, all laid off. Said, she was like, "I'm stepping <laughs> down before they shit can me." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of that, you know, that's why over the last couple of weeks we've been hearing this movie's getting pushed back. This movie's getting pushed back. AT and T's like, I don't want anything to do with this Ezra deal. So here, just buy buy the company. Well, uh, that and that maybe a lot of the rumors for what's happening with DC about them spinning off into their own company. Yeah, or you imagine if DC they sell Studios them. becomes a thing. Yeah, I think I don't think that'll do very well. Mm. There, I mean, there's it, there's rumors gonna... of them being uh, selling off that portion of the business. It depends on how they go. If they get somebody that knows what they're doing as far as marketing and films uh, to, to kind of run them. them. What? Like, like who else would, who you know who would buy them in a heartbeat? Mark Cuban. Oh, my God. No. Netflix. <laughs> yep, I was just going to say that. Netflix would buy DC <laughs> in a heartbeat because yeah, they already had that comic imprint option. Plus, yep. they've been fighting so who much for franchises. Apple. Remember there was all those talks of Apple trying to buy Disney? For content, mm-hmm. you think they would buy DC Comics though? Because it seems so outside of where they would want to no, go. No, because it's so they, much they really kid-friendly like... content in that that they could do. That's well I mean, known. That cool. That's already mm-hmm. has the kind of branding that they like. It's true. The bidding war for them between Apple and Netflix. See, that's the problem. I think Netflix would outbid them because I think Netflix really wants them. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, they but really Apple's want that coming franchise. off the first streamer to win Best Picture Oscar. So they've got some big shoes to fill. All the more reason why I don't think they care about the Nightwing show. You know what I mean? Like, that's not really their forte or what they're known for. Where Netflix, on the other hand, has been trying. Like, they have the Transformers that have, meh. They've had, they tried with Jurassic Park, which was terrible. They're losing Stranger Things. But here's, like, they don't really have a franchise. Here's the difference between Netflix and Apple. Apple doesn't want to be as much involved in the making of the content. Right. So if they bring all these people over and just going to say, hey... We're going to oversee you, but you have to make it all. Where Netflix is involved in a lot of the aspects for the shows that they're pulling out. Like, it could be those kind of differences of who wants to do what. We're going to give you money and give you power. It really, at the end of the day, it depends on how much they're willing to spend. And I just, I have a feeling that Netflix will, Apple could spend more, but I don't think they will. Yeah, we'll see. Like, I don't think that's the content. Like, well, they're doing a Godzilla show, so we know Apple's got a Godzilla show coming, so... They're they're definitely dipping their toe into franchises, so it's not unheard but of. But I'd like to see I somebody like that- Cuban get his feet wet and just shake things up. Uh, what what's his studio? He doesn't have one. Oh, so you just like he would just buy I, Mark? So you're saying Mark Cuban buys them and just and and he's, he's certainly trying to dip into media. Sounds yeah, like he's trying to get into media with though. him having Fireside. <laughs> <laughs> um, and getting involved in media that way, and he's always had a passion. He was just on a Jeremy Piven's podcast talking about how he's always had a passion for movies and TV and stuff like that. Um, and he's financed some films like mm-hmm. quietly, like how here's $50 million. Go have fun kid. Um, so let's, I'd like somebody like that though, that isn't tied to the current industry to take over. So they don't have to listen to anybody. I agree. I agree. 
I, where do you think where do you think the outlet would be? You think they would stick to movies, or do you think they would make a deal with a Netflix? I think he would just start producing shit, and then once it did well, he would then sell distribution rights. So then he gets no. money on top so of there money. Would be no, there would be no DC, home of DC. No. DC would be everywhere. DC would be what film studios used to be. And I think mm-hmm. that's where we need to start going back to, is having film houses make movies um, independently and then have distributors pay to put them out because you're going to then get more artistic integrity because they're not being controlled by the same person who's looking on making the dollar on this and the dollar on that. They're just looking to get their shit done. They sell it for a little bit of profit. And at that point, the next person worries about that. That's why movies used to seem like there was less product placement and all this thought into it. Cause they weren't looking to make that $500 million. They were looking, okay, we put 50 million into this. We want to sell it. If we make 20 million off of that, that's good enough for us. Cause it's a lot less people involved. And then the next person tries to make money off that. But, hmm. The economy, uh, the econ- uh, economy of film is a huge topic right now, actually, in film schools, where they're looking at, do you want to be profitable? Do you want to make content like where you can go? You can make a good living on indie films and not make it big. Um, but the Kevin Smiths and Tarantinos and all the world, when their crop of directors came out and jumped right to the top, it almost killed the small filmmaker because they saw small filmmakers could then make it big. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, I definitely want to move on, but I feel like we have to address one thing All right. because there's plenty of people who are listening to this and going, what about Disney? What about Disney? Is Marvel going to buy DC? What about, <laughs> is DC going to go to Marvel? Oh, no. You know, there's like, you know, there's people doing that, you know, in the comment sections around the internet, people are yeah. like, Oh my God, Batman's going to go to Marvel. Never going to happen. Nope. Yeah. Never no. going to happen. Don't even, it's no, not going to happen. It would be amazing and horrible at the same time. It would hurt DC products so much. It, it's, it would be cool for like a week going, oh, cool, Moon Knight Batman story. Like then. <laughs> and Disney knows that. Disney be- knows they'd have to invest a whole shit ton of money and immediately lower the value of the product they just bought. So they can't handle. I- it, it, what it, that would it, bring. I don't know what it would do. Could you imagine how that would ruin the the Avengers would be ruined? Like every franchise, because there would be, you'd have to merge everything together. So all of a sudden it wouldn't be the Avengers of the Justice League. It would just be like. The League. I don't, the League, yeah. And it <laughs> the would, League. It, it would, it's a great it show. Would, they need to, those two need to be separate. Those, those two, comp, those like DC characters need to be DC characters. Marvel Superhero conglomerate Marvel number three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> Um, and the last thing is, I don't even need to go into much detail here. I just there was the leaks for the Gore the God Butcher toys mm-hmm. that we saw that that mm-hmm. we got the original leaks from uh, Le- Lego, and we got our first kind of glimpse that he's that Gore is uh, Christian Bale's just this all white kind of alien creature, which is spot on to what he was supposed to look like. And then we got like our first full look at the toys. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's his all black Necro sword is interesting because it very much looks like a sword. And I wonder if they're going to tie that into well, the, the the Black Knight. It has some symbiote stuff. It looks like on it, and mm-hmm. I have a feeling they the might be. Yeah, yeah. It looks so much like a broadsword, which is weird because it comes out of his his knuckles. You know, the sword itself. The sword looks like it has symbiotic kind of stuff coming off of it. They might be pulling, and I meant to. I'm not no, sure if you're aware about this for the Endgame Cap toys. 
they hid Meow Meow behind the packaging in the front. Did they really? So when you saw the packaging, you had to actually go inside of it and get the hammer that was included with it. They might be doing that with the black hood that you're looking for to give him that look. Well, so for anybody who's looking at this toy and going, well, hold up. The Gore himself can't do anything to any god. Gore comes from a planet where it's, 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 it's dried out. There's no water. There's a lot of weird beasts from it. There's earthquakes constantly. His family is all killed from, like, star- starvation. And, mm-hmm. like, they all pray to gods that don't ever listen to them. So he's like, the gods don't exist. And all of a sudden, Null shows up fighting a god and leaves behind the Black Necro Sword, which is what created the nowhere head of the Celestial that the Guardians of the Galaxy takes place. So that sword was able to decapitate a Celestial in a single swing. But that sword also can create other beings. So the, he has this whole berserker army that comes from the sword. So he not only does he have this black hood, he also can create, like, he would go, he would travel through time, kill a god, and then send a creature to watch over the god's body to make sure that nobody could question why that person died to make sure that Thor didn't eventually find him later. Cause Thor, Thor and some white Vikings whooped the piss out of him <laughs> when he first showed up and he was like, all right, we gotta, we gotta rethink this. <laughs> um, so that when you first see him, if you know, Gore, the God butcher and you first see the toy, you're like, there's something off about this, but you're probably right. Mauer. That's probably a good call that, it, that the aspects of Gore are going to be kept as, as, Got it. Secretive as humanly possible, which actually ties into your, to the. I think Mauer, you should probably go after this. Ties into Moon Knight because there's rumor or at least theory that the reason we haven't seen a gore or a gore trailer or a Love and Thunder trailer is because they're waiting for Moon Knight to finish because it deals so heavily with gods. Yeah, and there's also rumors that Mephisto is involved. Again? In what? <laughs> He's in back. Mephisto's More involved Mephisto. in what? Nothing. I was just saying. All oh. those theories about Mephisto turned into nothing. And Captain the sarcasm over there. Didn't even know that <laughs> Mephisto was a thing. Um, so episode two of Stephen Grant aired. And, uh, <laughs> and what started off as an episode that is like, this could be cool, quickly threw some cold water onto it because we started seeing... Arthur uh, Harrow, mm-hmm. and he's basically the Sun King. Only they were like, spoiler mm. alert for yeah. anybody who hasn't watched this episode. All right, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. Um, they're like, hmm, we're not gonna call you the Sun King, and I think the reason why is because the Sun King was just uh, patient eighty six. He called himself Barry at one point, but nobody knows his name, and it's hard to make a character without knowing their name. I guess I don't know. But then they changed the god from Amun Ra to what is it, Amit? Uh, am I, I saying that right? Yes. I met. I met. You're right. Uh, the, the crocodile-faced one. So we, we see that happening, and then I'm like, all right, well, it's weird that you took the name of a character that made one appearance, you gave him the pain part of that, and then you took another character, and you're like, oh, we're going to have you with this, you know, be the, the representative of this god, and oh, by the way, we're going to give you Mr. Knight now, but it's not Mr. Knight, is it, Menti? He's no. he's just not smart enough no. to call the right suit. He goes, oh, you wanted a suit, so I put myself in a suit. The dumbest Venom move <laughs> that's ever been portrayed on the face of the goddamn planet ruins <laughs> wow. one of the best additions to Moon Knight in 15 years. Um, 
unless it's a slow game. I mean, I look, think it the, might be. Spider-Man's origin in the MCU is three movies long. I'm just saying that they play the long game in these Marvel movies. So it's a possibility. I don't think they care I enough for a long game. The things that pissed you off, the things that pissed you off, I thought, like, I thought you were going to say other things. Like, I, I, I assumed you were going to be upset about the, about the villain being the original Fist of Kanju. Like, and when I heard that, I went, oh, Mauer's not going to well, like that. So <laughs> that I can at least, with the comics doing it the way they are now, the mantle of that was kind of cool. And the Sun King's history was the uh, psychiatrist that was working with him in, was it Ravencroft or whatever, mm-hmm. noticed that he was like Mark Spector. He was am- amnesia and he was in the military. He's the one that introduced him to the Egyptian mythology. And the Sun King became obsessed with Moon Knight and everything that did there. So I can see rather than them have a huge backstory of this abused guy that was beaten naked in the army and discharged that had amnesia that became obsessed with Mark to just have, he was Moon Knight before like that leap of connectivity. I can see it's, well, and they're definitely making very Victor Von Doomy. He is super doomy. Well, when you think about the sun King, he creates his own Island. Uh, I think it's like, I'm on raw Island or raw Island or something of people that worship him. So kind of like Von Doom. Like he is very, the Sun King is a little bit like Von Doom because of that. But the cool thing about him was, is he had powers before he had the Amun-Ra. So he in the comics could create fire when he was born. So that was the big difference between him and Moon Knight is he was born with powers. He didn't just get them from the God that he was doing. So that part, which by far the best part of the sh- the episode when uh, when he's like those voices must be tired you hear in Kanchu and then also the gust of wind yeah. and he goes that's all he can do yeah yeah <laughs> that's all he can do walk with me that that <laughs> made me laugh so hard <laughs> that's all he can do let's go let's take a walk and him breaking so that's and him breaking Mark down or Stephen down like that's what he did in the comics when he was defeating him is he made Mark question his tie to Kanchu. So I saw all of that kind of as the comics were going. So that didn't bother me as much. It was the falling and then the tipping over after the superhero landing. Mm-hmm. And like the weirdest interaction between him and the invisible dog ever when he was rolling up his sleeves and trying to fight it. Like, Well, the rolling up his sleeves is because of Mr. Knight. Yeah, well, it wasn't Mr. Knight. It was they, a they weird tried to, they, no, cockney it was not Mr. slapstick Knight. Mr. Bean. Because <laughs> if Mr. Knight rolls his sleeves up, it's about to get bad. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to break down Mr. Knight for those that don't know. Break it down. Mr. Knight is the personality of Moon Knight that has his shit together. He's aware of everything. He's calm. He's the one that interacts with the police. And now Mr. Knight is the one um, that is the customer-facing aspect of Moon Knight who deals with the people that come in kind of her like his own heroes for hire that he's doing. So when you see Mr. Knight on screen, you expect a well-to-do almost, uh, what's the movie with Eggsy? A cocky Sherlock Holmes. What's the movie with Eggsy? Oh, um, uh, Kingsman. Oh, oh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Like, that is who you would see. Kingsman meets John Wick. That is Mr. Knight. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I love that. Instead, we get a punching bag punchline for five minutes and then... Let me take control, and then we get super-powered Moon Knight again. 
Do you think it's possible that they're reversing the concept of Moon Knight where the him creating those personalities that eventually became uh, split identities is what's happening with the suits? Like, do you think the suits could develop their own personalities as he uses them more? No, I think the suits are literally just a suit. And I think that's going to be their connection to uh, Kanchu. Now, the only thing that I... Do you think they don't want him to be hulky? Is yeah, that why? they don't want him to be that. The only thing I can hope for is that they separate him from Kanchu at the end, and he has to make his own suits. Mm-hmm. That would be the coolest thing they could do. Is he has to then go back to, do I still have powers? Do I not? Uh, I forget where I read it, but that recent run that we were that, that I always bring up where where made Moon Knight hard for me, right? Um, that recently, apparently, that is a huge cornerstone of of the of this show. Like, apparently, when they were working on the script, it's based heavily on aspects of that run. And by aspects, they meant they looked at some pictures and went, "That would be cool." <laughs> well, we again, we don't know. We're only two episodes in, and it, and it, let's bring up that other rumor. Let's let's bring up the let's bring up. Good old Jake may actually be there. Good old Let's Jake. See. Let's see what Maurer thinks. If Jake is there and they're just using him as a dark alter ego, I'm going to be pissed. Mm. So, because they could have used... Well, they got all three of them wrong. <laughs> yeah, because they could have just... Again, they could have used Jake as this main alter He's ego. French. Um, He's Frenchy. Oh, shut up. <laughs> we still haven't met Midnight Man, which we know we should be soon. Uh, but yeah, the rumor is that when we see him drunk at the end of the episode, and when he's leaving, when he's on the camera, that that was Jake Lockley and not Mark Spector. I think this is another Mephisto thing happening, where people are now just trying to find things. Except okay. no, no, this is people. You're right. This time, I'd say this is people trying to find things. They knew what they were doing with Mephisto. They <laughs> they knew exactly that people were going to jump to that conclusion. They were messing with everyone. Devil's in the details. I mean, they, they said Except so many things. Except for the fact that the director that was, was like, I never even knew Mephisto was a part of it for WandaVision. Uh, let's, you're going to tell me that the cast and crew of Marvel movies are always honest? <laughs> no. I'm going to say a lot of them don't know the source material. Uh, I would think that they, they know what they're basing it on. Like, for example, I think The director Moon Knight, of Moon Knight told Ethan Hawke, don't read any comics, don't read the script. Well, and that's well, not read the script is weird, but not reading any comics, that's fine because this character is not <laughs> from the comics at all. Like, what would he, what would he base it on? But I think he did. Like, I think he found some runs that were popular. He probably based every. You're probably right, but he probably was aware of the books because he went, all right, what are the most popular Moon Knight runs? And that was a very popular run for Moon Knight. It went on for quite a while. Yeah, it's just. You know what I mean, the decisions they're making don't seem like they're going to tie together in a way that we would expect them to they're going to have a twist and turn it's turning into m night Shyamalan movies we know there's going to be a twist and we know it's going to let us down Mm, maybe maybe i mean i I have a feeling we're going to get let down (laughs) but because we want it to be something else i don't know if the world will no because the world has no freaking clue exactly that's my point it's working for them like they uh, who who just praised it? Um, Simu Liu and um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. They just came out saying that the villain was it was amazing. So my point is is that they're getting a praise, and we know that backslaps from the rest of the industry is more important than 
than fan reception. <laughs> like we're we're well aware of that. <laughs> the villain is closer to the source material than anything else in the show. Mm, that's crazy. Not. <laughs> He's not close to it. Well, he is though. If you look at him, he's got aspects. You change the name of the god, and so far everything we've seen about him is the Sun King accurately. Take away the name, which the Sun King doesn't have a name, and the and the and the the, the, the glass and the glass. Yeah. Well, that's glass. the name they gave him. <laughs> so the, since they gave him the Arthur Harrow name, they had to do something where he was in constant pain, because that's Arthur Harrow's whole thing. Is he is in 24 hours a day pain but i think that's the point that i'm making here is that it's that's the closest thing yeah and that so but that's still closer right off the bat we're off (laughs) closer than anything they've done with the moon knight character but what it's funny before we started recording mauer was mauer was funny because you brought this up because because i love mr knight mr knight was my introduction to moon knight and mauer goes see it's not as funny when it's happening to your character but then we realized that this hasn't happened to mauer much (laughs) No, this hasn't like Mauer hasn't had to go through what the rest of us have had to go through with 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 our our versions of characters being bastardized by those that are putting it on a new medium. This is new for him. Like Boba Fett for me was a very weird show, but not for everybody else. <laughs> but it worked, and that's going to be Boba from now but on. Boba Fett was still closer to the source material of than what anything Moon Knight's done. I don't know. He was he was Boba Fett in name only, my friend. Boba Fett would never have removed his mask like that or have dialogue to that degree. So much so that the actor himself tried to give his lines away going, this is not accurate. He, the, <laughs> the actor who plays him did what Ryan Reynolds did in X-Men Origins going, you know you're going to piss off the fans, right? Well, we can find somebody else. <laughs> Pay me. Yeah, it's just, and I, I, I've said it before, we said it on the last show, the, the biggest mind screw of this whole thing is had they just changed a couple details, this show could be super accurate. Yeah, it's weird that it didn't go the direction you're talking about because I once we talked about last week, I was when you broke that down. If you haven't listened to last week's show, definitely do that. But that breakdown would have been a much better show, and fan Moon Knight fans would have been over the. This moon. would not only be the biggest show for Marvel shuckies, this <laughs> would have Marvel comic diehard fans going, "Look at what they're effing doing." They're li- like they're doing something for us, and it, it wouldn't fail. Like it would be the biggest thing. I agree. The sad truth is, it's still not failing. No, that's the problem. Like I completely agree with you, but it's doing really well. I don't think they can fail Very yet. Well. I think they've got so many. But it's not even. But they're not even getting negative reviews. Like people don't dislike it, except for diehard Moon Knight fans. That's the problem. It's like it's like, like the difference of this and the Halo show. The Halo show pissed off diehard fans, and that was all they had. So no one else is really watching. Yeah, because they don't. It's not getting good because they don't have anybody. a sheep following fan base. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, they just have people who love the the Shuckies, as you say, the people who love what Marvel Studios does, but isn't unaware of what the comics did prior. Yeah, that's all. The, the, they could live off those fans another ten years. Hundred percent. Well, even then, like people being introduced to him now, there's more. There's gonna be more Moon Knight readers because of this show than there's ever been. Because Moon Knight readers aren't going away. You still reading, Mauer? Yeah, I don't think that's gonna get new new uh, new readers though. Oh, I disagree. it will. I think they're I gonna disagree. open the book and go, "What the hell is this?" 
You're right. Well, no, I th- I'm hoping it's the reverse. I'm hoping that you get all of a sudden get an influx of readers who go, why didn't they do this? This is pretty cool. That's my hope. My hope is that those readers, the new readers, are why season two will be better if there's a season two. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a season two. I yeah. think, if anything, he'll be appearing in a movie. He'll transfer to movies. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be a smaller role. I think what they're going to end up doing. Oh, Easter egg. I don't know if it's true, but there's a rumor going around. If you scan the review reverse QR code from the first show, uh-huh. it's the Tomb of Dracula with Blade. So we'll have to try that out. So what? Take the QR code, flip it, and then scan it. That's <laughs> no, what you're telling me. There's a reflection of it Ooh, in the glass. Oh. <laughs> what? Yo, That's wait. Cool. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna find it, it right. This is I'm in the first it right episode the now. So in the first episode, there's a rumor going around. I think because it just it just came through the Moon Knight groups today, mm-hmm. um, that that reflected one, it takes you to uh, Tomb of Dracula ten, which is Blade's debut. Uh, <laughs> and what's his name? Ethan Hawke was on a late night show, and they were asking. Seriously, no about- one got a screen grab of this. Are you kidding me, Internet? What's wrong? <laughs> with Not one person got a screen grab. Um. Ethan Hawke did an interview, and he's like, well, what about, the interviewer was like, what about Blade being in it? He goes, that would be really cool, wouldn't it? Like, playing real nonchalant. But the more they well, play nonchalant, it, I'm like, hmm. Forget nonchalant. You're, did you, that interview he did with, um, uh, it was some Spanish outlet, um, I, and I don't speak Spanish, so most of it I didn't understand. Oh, the interview with Oscar the, Isaac? Yeah, and the question was, what do you think, what do you think the character should go? And he said, he name drops Midnight Suns, Ghost Rider, uh, and Blade. Blade Ghost Rider and no, he mentions like two other people. Yeah, well, I forget who else he met. He, I can see a Midnight Suns movie happening. They take the uh, Defenders route. They give us a Blade movie. They give us a Werewolf by Night special. They give us a Ghost Rider show or something, and then they get Oscar Isaac to come back for the movie. And maybe he does a few of them because you figure he's doing how much other things for Disney right now. Everything. Isn't he going to be on that one <laughs> show as Poe? I don't know if Poe's coming back. I think I think he'd be fine with playing Poe again, but I don't know if Poe's yeah. coming back. I guess Poe, if Poe shows up, it may maybe in the Finn show because I know Finn's getting a show for Star Wars, but I don't think Poe's got anything else in the way. Yeah, he just we'll see what happens and how much money they offer him. But episode two, they could be leading to four episodes of disappointment, flip a switch and excite us, or four episodes of disappointment and really just freaking. Crush us. All right. Moshko, I have to ask. I'm trying, dude. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> brought up. What, the, you, could, you couldn't find it either? No, I, I have it, but I, the display I'm pulling it up on, the resolution's not, uh, not clear. But did it bother? Did the freeze frame bother anybody else? I almost <laughs> wanted to turn the show off. Did the, when, he, when, he held up the, when he held up the scarab and it did the freeze frame? Oh, no. It just froze first. Oh, my God. That drove me nuts. And, and, and they did it one other time. And I'm like, what is happening with freeze frames? What is this, 1987? What are we doing here? <laughs> Can we stop with the freeze frames? Yeah. I didn't understand that at all. But that was, I mean, my biggest gripes are just what Mowers are is that Moon, that was the first time, like, the first episode of Moon Knight didn't feel like Moon Knight. And then he was very right once Mr. Knight showed up. And I went, oh, God, no. <laughs> no. What is this Mr. Knight? This is <laughs> This is a rough rough Mr. Knight here. And it didn't get better. Um, like when you saw no, him squeeze the bumper like maybe like 
He'll get cool. No. No. Well, it, uh, the Moon Knight, Moon Knight fighting the dog on the roof, Oof. Um, which was a call. Apparently, was a call back to Werewolf by Night. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Now the action also, of Moon Knight. I didn't like. Oh, the infinite moon blades from his chest. Mm-hmm. That oh. just kind of appeared. Oh, was, well, yeah, but, but uh, of course you wouldn't, because he's not Batman anymore. Like, come on, what? Like, Batman version of him has to make his own. <laughs> but you know, you know, if that's the case, you're never getting the moon copter. Like, that's never happening. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm 100 percent okay. But with. then that, that eliminates <laughs> the need for Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does Crawley become Frenchie? No, Crawley's Crawley. Crawley is his. Yeah, but I'm saying in this show, does Crawley become Frenchy? Well, isn't Crawley Frenchy that, that uh, Duchamp or whatever? Yeah, Duchamp. So they mentioned Duchamp in the show. Yeah, the, hey, the hey, really the phone. quick guys. Yeah, on the, the phone, on you the see phone. his name. Frenchy is existing in this world. Who? So. Uh, who's Frenchy? Frenchy yeah. is his Alfred, Alfred slash person who's in love with him slash uh, pilot. Wasn't um, Frenchie from Black Widow? Wasn't that Frenchie? Mm-mm. Who brought the a, brought the helicopter? No. No way. Wasn't it? No, no. way. Because that would that be a Frenchie. crazy turn thought, of events if that's oh, just to be Frenchie. Oh, you're talking about the the guy. That, that guy is oh, not. That guy is not. That gave her the equipment. Yeah. 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 That's not Frenchie. I have to Google that real quick. That is not yeah, Frenchie. Well, in the meantime, I tried to look the uh, yeah that reflection up. It is not coming up. <laughs> that might just be what I'm looking at. So, it was a weird rumor. So we've disproved it, based on Moscow. No, but you know, Frenchie is such a big part of the comic. Um, and it turns out that you know the reason why he kept helping Mark out over the years is he was in love with Mark. And that's a general theme of Moon Knight: is all the people that are in love with him end up suffering painful experiences in their life. So he tries in this latest comic, he just separates from all of them. And that's why he doesn't take the mask off really ever, because he's ashamed of what's happened to the people around him. It's a very deep, you know, comic with all kinds of cool things happening on it, and the show just doesn't portray that as well in the first two episodes so far. Well, I, no, I agree. I do. I I agree with that, but I also want to add, like, and I. It's hard to even hear myself saying this, but cinematically or. Film-wise, like trying to capture every detail that's that that comprises that character on screen is kind of difficult. So I kind of understand why they've done it the way they've done you it, and why you're walking a tightrope, buddy. I I know you're walking a tightrope. <laughs> X Men franchise. I don't want to have to bring it up to you, but you're walking a tightrope, buddy. I, I know. Watch yourself. <laughs> I know. Losing subtlety is one thing. Losing yeah. core parts of character is another. All of the reasons you hate the X-Men movies is the same reason Maurer has an issue with this show. And then some. It's the same exact reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, at if least... anything, you should be Team Maurer right now more than you've ever been. <laughs> like, at least with your Wolverine, okay, he wasn't short. But he still was a badass. Right. You know, Cyclops was still a douche. Like, <laughs> oh, they got big character was... traits. <laughs> Correct. No, he was in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> so my bad. It was uh, Rick Mason in, uh, you know, Shield Agent Rick Mason. Never mind. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna watch episode three, and I still, like I said, even this episode, I was like, oh, it feels like it might be good. Ooh. And then we got to Mister Knight, 
and all the good faith I had given the episode got yanked out again. So what has to happen for you to not finish the series? I'll finish it no matter what. Like, just no, That's what I figured. I don't think people realize, uh, for us especially, for certain characters, the tie that we have to them. Like, yeah. this would be like if this was a Spider-Man show, like I said, where they made him a bully that was rich that had two happy parents. Dude, you go back and listen to us talking about Homecoming. All of us had an issue with Homecoming. All of us were like, Iron Man's influence is too big. This doesn't feel like Spider-Man. It, I mean, it just it doesn't feel connected but to But he was at least a dirty kid that, known. that <laughs> you know, lost his parents that had spider power. Like, the core of Spider-Man was at least still visible Sure, yeah, yeah. It just brought up in the MCU. Yeah. I get it. This, the core of the and character, is not visible. Which, we, we, now you're talking why I had an issue with Boba Fett when it first came out. Why it took me a while to get over Boba Fett not being Boba Fett. But like, then you take they, the yeah, look of the character not there either. <laughs> my, my, the look of Boba Fett was a little... But my... Um, they at least explained why Boba Fett was different in that show opposed to how I've known him. Right, yes. That's the whole Tuscan Raider part. Was at least right. their whole segment of the show to explain why he's different. Moon Knight just doesn't even try. <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't even doesn't care. Doesn't even try. Oh, you like this uh, guy? I that's... don't think it need. Well, because it worked. That's why they don't. It doesn't. They don't need to care about it. Just call, if it didn't work, just go back and be like, me. this was Jake Lockley the whole time. <laughs> maybe they do. Maybe maybe Stephen Grant isn't Stephen Grant. I mean, this, we're talking about the same brain. You really could be Jake Lockley. I mean, it it's, could there's be. a possibility because at the end he just goes, like Wait, you were saying, I was using the name. He was an actor that I liked, and I just no. Then he he pulled. What if it's just as stupid as he looks at his tra- his train car, or his um his bus pass, and all of a sudden it says Jake Lockley, and he's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> well, no, I would. You like- could do some <laughs> some simple nonsense like that. All of a sudden, his name t- he looks down at his name tag, and it never said Steven. Yeah, and then <laughs> he's just a fan of. Stephen uh, Grant as a movie star? <laughs> maybe. Or maybe. Or I liked your, from last week, I like what you said, that he takes all of the um, the mercenary money yeah. and opens a film studio. Mm. Like, I love the concept There's so of many cool ways Steve I Grant. could save this if I was put in charge. <laughs> Without changing what they did. The prob- That's what the problem is, is that to you it needs to be saved. They don't think it does. No, they're putting themselves on the back real hard right now. Exactly, because what's making them money? They got viewers. They're doing the thing. They were set out to make a show that people would watch, and guess what? People are watching. Regardless on our take of it, it's a show people are watching. And this is why I'm becoming more DC team when it comes to movies and TV shows and all, because they're willing to take risks to not have viewers and still put out something good. Like They're willing to go, this might fail, but we're going to try this. Marvel Marvel won't take that risk. That's because... Well, they can't. Marvel has a formula that has worked, made them billions upon billions of dollars. And that the reason they were bought for billions of dollars, well, millions of dollars, they weren't bought for billions. Um, the reason they were bought was so they would continue to produce billions of dollars <laughs> worth of movies. So they, they, you're right. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers didn't give a shit because of, I guess now, AT&T and Discovery. But they were like, all right, we failed. Make what you want. <laughs> Do what you want. And that's how, we got, that's how we got Peacemaker. That's how we got The Batman. Like, all of the great stuff we're seeing now is because of that mentality. Speaking Marvel's of The Batman, we'll be that. talking about that next week. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> I forgot that that's going to be out. All right, but we've bashed and applauded Moon Knight enough. It's giving me angina. 
Um, <laughs> so then why don't we do this? I know Moshko's story will will still make you mad, but you get to talk about something you're happy about. Right. So let's go Moshko next, and then we'll go Features, who's going to piss you off again. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I don't know if it actually will make me happy or sad. Maybe mm. mad. I don't know. But it, but it, but it will at least give Mauer a, a moment. It'll, it'll give him a moment of brevity is all I'm saying. I don't think so. No, I think he'll have some things to say about this. So when you, you just talked about how, uh, what was it, changing the character and you're expecting one thing and another and they completely change it. You know, well, what if you're, what if you're expecting Brian O'Connor, which obviously we're not going to see him in a movie of the next, you know, Fast and Furious, but let's replace him with his sister or his spirit with his sister. <laughs> now that's my theory and maybe maybe not that will that happen but just now it's been announced that brie larson is signed on to be in the 10th and final film yeah i think she's going to portray an ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and tie us to his youth um and listen another one <laughs> she another could one. not act her way out of a paper bag in the marvel films but i also think that was We've she did act her way out of a big room, though, that won her an Oscar. <laughs> yes, but that was basically her being herself. That was not her fault. That was sure, but you can't you can't give her crap and then say Harrison Ford's great. Well, no, no. So this is what I was going to say about. <laughs> so, but we've said multiple times that, uh, what are they calling her? Captain Marvel is a shitty character. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. So, okay. like, Hands it's down. hard to make that Never character that. good because it's a shitty freaking character. Uh, room was her supposed to be weird and stiff and not very uh inviting good now with the fast and furious family (laughs) for her to come in and step into that role from day one the brian character was the most relatable inviting character in that franchise so if they're gonna who is this character we we don't know who she's playing well, you kept saying Brian something. Oh, Who's Brian, Brian O'Connor. Uh, yeah. Who's that? The 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 main. Well, he's the opposite. He was of the main Vin character. Diesel. He's the from the know, first movie. The first one. Oh, Through, is that who? That's the. I uh, gotcha. Yeah. I I don't watch these movies, man. Give me a break. Explain <laughs> it to me. Paul Walker. <laughs> wow. So the beloved, Paul Walker. There Paul you go. Walker. We got it. Paul Walker. We said I got that like it. three times. I didn't hear Paul Walker. No, we said Brian O'Connor. Brian O'Connor. Three times. Johnny Utah. <laughs> John, 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 John. Oh, oh really? Jesus Christ! Oh. <laughs> and Top Gun. You got to watch these movies, man. So you haven't seen Point Break, you haven't seen Fast and Furious, and you haven't seen Top Gun. Well, I've seen Fast and Furious one, two, and three, and then I stopped. And then I saw five. What's the one with the with the cliff? When the, there's the there's the split in between the cliff that they have to drive their cars through. It's like five, six, and seven. <laughs> oh, well. Then and five, you probably jumping five. off the island. Was it just called Fast and Furious or Fast Five? I don't remember. I, all, the only five. scene I, I remember five. is them driving full speed at a crevice in a canyon. Was Letty dead or to... alive? <laughs> Who? Oh, gee, I'm moving on. So, so well, she, <laughs> she was alive, but on yeah. screen she was. So, Moshko, uh, with Brie being cast, it's only for one movie. Mm-hmm. So even if I don't like her character, I don't have to deal with her much. Yes. So it, now we talk. The, I I hate this like whole family thing that they've like put on this film, but for this <laughs> franchise, which is super annoying family. at this point. Uh, but it it really it's gonna have to be either someone's mother or sister, 
I don't think girlfriend. I think this is direct bloodline that we're talking about. So if they do a flashback, it could be, it could even be Dom's so mother. You, oh, yo! If she shows up as the sister of Paul Walker, people are going to be mad. So there. So I, I looked into it this. Could a little be the bit. mom. There is a huge amount of fan fiction about Brian O'Connor's sister. Yes, the, really? yes. There's fan fiction for Fast and Furious. There's loads of it. Oh, I believe I. I would have assumed you wrote it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that bad. Come on. So they're saying there's another sister that they they're pulling a. Uh, what's his name? No, not Dom. So, so, either, I would think, and this is this is me. So we can we can see what happens. It wouldn't be Dom's sister. It would be no. Dom's but they're going to bring another sibling randomly back. Right. Or again, flashback and, yeah. you know, how we saw Dom is, or Vin Diesel is Dom, you know, CGI. I got Dom. Dom, I got. <laughs> that for me? I got Dom. Could Dom, be his I mother. understand. Yeah. So I can see that Wait, would actually Brie be good. Dom's mother? If they no. do a flashback, Brian, there's, potential. there's potential. There's oh, potential. But I think it's, I think it's, flashback. I think she's going to be in character in the movie present day. Yeah. They're not going to pay her for just a flashback. Eh. Listen, like, they got that money. In the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest franchise of all time. But why? Hey, the the but primary why? villain's uh, Jason Momoa, so let's let's remember that too. He's in this now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. he kind of fits, I guess. He's I guess. a better he's version of the Rock. A much better uh, version of the Rock. Uh, hey, I I like Jason Momoa ever, ever since Game of Thrones. I, I I like him as a person, as a human. Mm-hmm. Like, say what you will about that man. I like I like. Jason Momoa. No, I definitely. Well, did you see? Awkward. And this is way off topic. <laughs> I love, but I love his ethics. Did you see? Like somebody's like, "Oh, so you're dating?" I forget what actress it was. They saw him, his coat on her at the Oscars, and they're like, "Oh, so are you to a thing?" He's like, "No, it's called chivalry. She was cold. That's it. Oh. I'm never putting my coat on somebody ever again. You guys ruined it." Was I think it was Kate Beckinsale? It was Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, there we go. Because she's dated everybody at well, this point. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I, I, I didn't know a lot about him. It was when I. It was when. Um, who who played Daenerys? Uh, what's her name? Uh, who's oh, where he introduced. In... He always says my wife every time he sees her. <laughs> picks no, her up. No, 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 no. He was. They were talking about because it was one of her first acting experiences. What the hell's her name? <laughs> I was gonna say Emile Hirsch. <laughs> Definitely not. From uh, 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 no, it's uh, Amelia, Amelia Clark. Uh, oh, yeah, Amelia Clark. That's it. Yep. So Amelia yeah. Clark's doing that that weird that sex scene. Um, in the first game of in Game of Thrones, so they're doing that sex scene, and it was her first big acting experience. I mean, it's more and rape, but she, <laughs> she, yes, yes. But the, the scene they were filming, um, they they wouldn't give her uh, a robe or a towel. So she, in between takes, she just stood on the set naked. And eventually, Jason Momoa, because remember, he's not that big at this point yet either. He flipped out on everybody. He said, "Can you get her a damn robe, please?" And he looked at her. and He goes, "Honey, this is not how this goes." And apparently throughout the rest of the show, anytime she said something, if it didn't go that way, Jason Momoa walked up and was like, no, 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 no. Well, no, any- her, her being comfortable on set needs to be a priority. And now every time he sees her, he goes, my wife embraces her, picks her up in a giant bear hug and spins her. Like, she's like, it doesn't matter where I'm at. He screams my wife and runs to me. Um, so she was at a premiere with a significant other at the time, heard my wife and like prepared herself for it and she's like and then this massive <laughs> jason mo comes and she's like what three feet tall picks her up he was on the was the graham norton show graham nash sounds whatever about right. graham norton and he was wearing this giant like fluffy jacket and like literally runs up to her his he really represents what the vin diesel and the fast and furious 
franchises have become about and what you know they base everything. So I see him fitting in, even though he's playing the villain, his mm-hmm. core being really fits in with that franchise. Yeah, I love that. I mean, look, at this point, ever since that story, even take the bravado away, because his bravado in the beginning used to be a little bit annoying, but now it doesn't bother me at all because of who's underneath the bravado. Right. And you hear all kinds of, like, him and Aquaman's dad, who's, what's the actor's name, Boba Fett? Dolph Lundgren? <laughs> no. no. Oh, oh <laughs> you know, right, never mind. Dolph Lundgren? I just watched look, it I, yesterday. If I, didn't give, if I didn't tell you his name while I, we were talking about Boba Fett, it's definitely not happening for Fast and the Furious. <laughs> so Aquaman's dad, the thing they do where they touch heads and rub noses is a huge thing in the their culture. And at first they weren't going to do it. And uh, Jason was like, no, like we have to do this. And aqua dad was like it was such a sensitive moment that i didn't expect when i first met jason momoa (laughs) aqua dad might be regardless if we learn his name aqua dad starring in boba fett (laughs) i feel like that needs to continue (laughs) well we'll see what it is when it comes out but we need to go from one thing that jason momoa just signed on to to another thing that jason momoa signed off of wow that was that was actually a pretty good segue uh (laughs) so (laughs) I guess it's like we'll he's just... been doing it for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we'll jump right into uh, this, the Crow news. Um, so they are planning on doing this reboot of the Crow, which uh, is not uncommon. We've heard news like this before. And I'm pretty sure most of us on here are fans of the Crow, right? Yes. I'm not talking yes. yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, he's, he's, he's got more he's, Moon Knight vibe, okay. though bust out <laughs> so this new reboot is supposed to be helmed by director rupert sanders and is supposed to have bill skarsgård as the lead taking the reins of eric draven no he's and... playing the goddamn bird all right that's the only role that that guy can play <laughs> bang i'm dead <laughs> so if he gets jacked <laughs> no he still looks like a weird cross-eyed geek now hold hold on hold on, because I also want to also want to mention, and it's probably not the, and I'm mentioning because it's part of it. But uh, FKA Twigs is supposed to be the co-star alongside of Bill Skarsgård as the girlfriend or fiance to Eric Draven, which apparently they're supposed to be giving out. her. <laughs> they're giving her a uh what what might possibly be a much more extended role, so oh, for this to be. Like completely just ignoring the a, comic at this point. Yeah. So I mean, well, so now we have to look at this reboot as more of a reimagining reimagination as well. Uh, where it went nope. from being a reboot to go directly from the comic, where Menti and I saw test footage that Jason Momoa paid for himself that looked freaking beautiful, and now mm-hmm. we get this big piece of shit being put out just to make money off the memory of Brandon Lee. This yes. movie can go suck. A big fat dong. You think it's trying to make money on the memory of Brandon? Yeah, because it's the big anniversary this year. Yeah, that's why all this information oh, came yeah, out. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's that was stupid. I don't think that's necessarily and, the goal of the movie, but the, the marketing it that way was a dumb idea. That was a it very, came out right stupid, around the stupid idea. All this information started trickling out just after the anniversary. That's stupid. So yeah. so so some one of the executives was like, "Strike while the iron's hot." Yep, and make these announcements. Talking about the crow. Make some announcements. That was dumb. Pretty what much a dumb move. And the crow has God, a that's, that's yeah. The crow has a fan base that just won't go anywhere too. Like I remember 
years ago, and I think we talked about this before. He died I, March 31st, 1993. Yeah. And I remember the first time we heard news of a reboot, I would, I signed a petition for it not to happen. I I firmly believe that's a movie that shouldn't be touched. But that's just me. Um, yeah. Well, and they kicked. Um, oh my god, my brain just. Uh, what's his it's name? A topic for another another show, maybe. You guys lost me I at FKA it. Twigs. Yeah, James Abar. <laughs> they kicked him off the project again. So he's yeah. not involved in it the way he was. Oh well, then it's. So this went from being Why? him being involved heavily for a comic accurate portrayal of the movie so that they didn't dishonor Brandon because they're going in a different a direction of being very accurate to that source material. So now it sounds like they're doing a movie based on the movie and expanding characters that didn't weren't. It's just bad. Sorry. Kind of like how the angel what was it? What was the one that had the, the kid from Terminator two? Oh, angels. Uh, the crow angels, yeah. city of angels, or it, it no, was, the it one with the, the, what the hell was his name? Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong. That's, that's the name. one that has angel in it. Uh, David yeah. Boreanaz. And I could mm -hmm. not get through the entire movie. But that was, that was a, a, that was them growing the on screen mythos, right? Yeah, kind I of. think so. They, they, so uh, the only, the only extension of the crow that I know that I actually was, okay with or i liked was the the show that had mark dacascus in it the show but wasn't was bad also... the, the third movie wasn't bad either i i just there's something you said that that's sticking with me and it's that you signed a petition that it should never be rebooted yeah not I, never but just... that first the first talks of the reboot i definitely signed the st <laughs> really quick like the story goes reboot but i want yeah, the story goes like I'm real quick. The story goes I'm in a FYE, and then I'm talking to one of the, the the employees there, and they're like, "Yeah, did you hear about the Crow remake?" I'm like, "What? Why are they trying to do this? It's not. It shouldn't happen." They're like, "Yeah, there's a whole uh, petition signed." I was like, "Really? Where?" It's like it's on this site. I pull up the site, and I'm like, "Boom, signed it." So I just want to repurchase the Crow this anniversary edition, right? So you quick. don't even know what the hell you signed. Uh, somebody yeah. just was. <laughs> Somebody at a, at, a, at a store just showed you a phone and you went, I'm in. For all the, <laughs> for all the younger listeners, an FYE was a store that you would walk into and buy <laughs> pieces of media to take home and play. For your entertainment. Which was previously known as The Wall. The Wall. Was it really The Wall? Oh, yeah. Is that what The Wall became, FYE? Wall? Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a shame. That was I back when wall. you could buy singles. And <laughs> they had a lifetime warranty if you had that sticker. <laughs> what? But if you want to check out a different take on The Crow that was actually doing its own thing that was pretty good, The Crow Salvation, um, that had Kristen, or Kristen Dunst in it and yeah. Eric Mabius as the main character, he was a death row convict that was convicted of killing his girlfriend, and he really didn't do it. And the way they did the makeup is they fried him in the electric chair. Yeah. And like when he woke up, the skin was like peeling off. And when he peeled off the skin, it had the crow makeup kind of burnt into him. Um, it was, I'm not saying it was a great movie. Oh, they're 100% going to do that with Bill Skarsgård. I mean, hell, they did that scene in It Chapter 2. Yeah. So like I, when he starts clawing his face and it created the, the Pennywise cuts oh, around it did? the eyes and the mouth, 100% yeah. that's going to happen. 
I, so, I can see yeah. that happening. That scene is probably why they got Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably it. They were like, didn't they do that in it? Let's we'll see if that guy's available. Well, I do want to so. ask you guys, like, and I'm I'm not too familiar with all of Skarsgård's works outside of it. And I just realized he uh he was in Deadpool too. He was uh, Zeitgeist. <laughs> but mm-hmm. have you guys seen anything notable from from Skarsgård that might help him? Like that would allow you to see him as Eric Draven in the Crow reboot. I get all my Skarsgårds confused there's there's so many of them <laughs> well his dad was in all of the the thor movies i know his brother was a vampire <laughs> i'm uh pulling his um, info up while you guys all right well okay. on that note it's a really long show know, today man. i don't know there's nothing there's he's not a bad actor so i can't see him doing bad but it's it's like it's like when we first found out that um that toby mcguire was playing Spider-Man, and we're all like the Pleasantville guy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, Peter yeah. Parker. What are you talking? Oh, about? here's here's how we're bad like, we are. And, and sorry to interrupt, but he was in Eternals. <laughs> oh, oh, he, he was he was Crow. Crow. Yeah, he did the voice. Wait, oh well, that's he did the voice. He doesn't count. That's like saying that's like saying it's like Rockets in the he's in the Avengers, <laughs> but like meh, he was in a recording booth. And then they <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then like, they tweaked his voice so much it doesn't even sound like him. <laughs> well, I, oh, and that's not true. His, the video of him in there is pretty good. I'm just. That's true. I'll put the video on the show post. You guys can make up your mind on that. Put it in the comments because Bauer wants to get off the show. Well, he, he's like, <laughs> he I'm done. Also, Moon Knight, the crow. This is terrible. <laughs> you guys are just also making me uh, angry. Snow White and the Huntsman, which I. Uh, if you like that Did film, you watch then, Snow White and the Huntsman? Did anybody watch that? I, 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 it's I an Atomic Blonde. It. That was good. I watched it. Atomic Blonde was good. I'm Look, I he won't be the problem of that movie. Probably He'll not. He'll be part I think of the problem. He'll be part of the problem. No, I don't. Either I, you're part right, of the problem or you're part of the solution. Yeah, that's right. On that note, Moshko, do that damn so because, thing. Wait, since Minty will. The problem is they're making it in general? Yes. I mean, long story short, Either yes. Either with me or against me, Moshko, do that damn thing. Ah, uh, Minty can do it. I'll finish it up, though. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside. Your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. And if you like the show, comment, retweet share all that stuff goes a long way and we appreciate the support we've been given also go to moshko collects buy some stuff support the show in that way uh and yeah once again i'm minty <laughs> and i'm moshko yes moshkocollects.com moshko collects and i'm gone <laughs> it worked this time all right it maybe i should do time. that last right. except for features trying to cut into your outro i i'm sorry about that <laughs> who are but, you yeah I'm features. That's it. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. I'm Mr. Mauer, and I'm angry at everything. And if you ever notice, you know, go back to this Yo. show, and you will see that I try not to be angry. But these I just beeping beepers just... keep pushing me to get angrier and angrier every day. Do me a favor. Everybody listening to the show, I want you to think of Jason Momoa talking to Mauer. <laughs> going, dude. Chill. <laughs> I talked to Jason Momoa. Chill. Jason Momoa doesn't know you, man. He'll know me. <laughs> like he doesn't. He has no idea how to give you a pep talk. Like I want Jason <laughs> Momoa to listen to this and then tell you to chill. I want. What do you think Jason Momoa's response to Mauer would be after this uh, this episode? I got Let's it. Go have it's, a beer. Hey, relax. Right. You like he probably brought idea. it with him. He, he he would just pull them out of his pockets randomly. <laughs> Dude, go, oh, you want a Guinness? Oh, I'm sorry, wrong pocket. That's what he does. So when we, I'll let us go. 
when we were at Philadelphia's Wizard World. God, Mowers won't <laughs> shut up. And he I wants to go, and now he has a story. Going up to get my crow picture of him signed, because I was like, you're going to be the crow. Um, he literally turns around, puts his hand out, and a guy reaches into his pocket, pulls out a Guinness, cracks it open, and puts it in his hand, and he takes a sip. But not even like turning to look, just went hand out, beer in hand, sip. That's like uh, Snoop Dogg, who's got the guy who's the professional blunt roller. He just has the beer caddy. Yeah. <laughs> his whole job. It was the beer. Wait, whatever happened to Beer Man? Oh. It's Beer Man. That's who gave him the beer. Yo, you remember For beer anybody man? Who doesn't, who's not from the Philadelphia area, the Beer Man is, is a hero of the show. <laughs> the Beer Man uh, was at every Comic-Con, and he found us, and he always made sure we were good. I miss that. Yeah. Man. We got to again just to see Beer Man again. <laughs> beer Man. Beer he Man. Was the man. All right. Uh, thanks see, now thanks for sad. joining us with the uh, overtime. I've <laughs> <laughs> gone into extra innings. Andrew's Elsior.